coming up on this episode of Sports Talk Marcel. Headlines of the week and it's Tom Brady looking to be traded out of Tampa Bay already. Will the Los Angeles Lakers even make the playing tournament? Who's MVP of this NBA season? Best and worst, we count down to MLB opening day and we preview NCAA Men's Final Four and who will win it all. This day in sports history, right now on Sports Talk for Marcel. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the latest edition of Sports Talk Marcel. Thank you guys for joining me on this wonderful Thursday, March 31st, 2022, episode 76. Last day of March. Hope you guys are having a tremendous day. Thank you again for joining me. Also, thanks for the love and support you guys show over the past couple of months. Have so much to get into today, guys. We have so much to get into. We have the Tom Brady. Is he ready to get out of um, Tampa Bay already? Just come out, just unretire, and now there's speculation that he could be headed some other city in Florida. We will get to that in just a moment. And of course, Deshaun Watson. He's freed of the criminal charges, but as we heard this past um, lead meeting, where Rod's Commissioner Roger Goodell said. He could still face this, um, this, um, um, a penalty, a disability, whatever. And, of course, men's Final Four, and we're going to jump into the women's Final Four because there's some tremendous Final Four games going down tomorrow night um, in Minneapolis. And, we, of course, we're going to preview both of those men's and women's tremendous matchups. Of course, we are exactly one week to, from the day MLB open today. MLB should have been playing going on um, since you know beginning of end of March, but but starting right now. So so we're gonna get into MLB um, open today. Is next week we're gonna preview it, countdown to it. Um, probably a little here and there news, um, but we definitely gonna start off with the Tom Brady situation, of course, in this day in sports history, and best and worst. Um, last week. Last week, rumors were swirling that Tom Brady and the Miami Dolphins were in cahoots with each other to get the Hall of Famer quarterback to South Florida. Speculation was rampant. However, most believe these rumors to be false as Brady has been actively, active, actively recruiting players to the team he is currently on, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Early this morning, which this report is, I believe, a couple of days ago, um, during his press conference, newly appointed Miami head coach Mike McDaniel all but put the rumors of Brady to Miami to rest. Um, um, Cameron Wolf of the NFL Network reported exactly what McDaniels had said to the um, uh, speculation uh, rumors. McDaniel shut down all talks to Brady to Miami with a swift couple of sentences, even addressing the rumors with Tendy. With tendi- Phrase calling them fake news. Both teams seem um, content heading into the next season as their respectful quarterbacks. Miami is continues to ask skilled players around Tua, and Tampa is doing the same and retaining much of their explosive offense. With the rumors out of the way, both teams can um, neutralize their quarterback skills to the best of their advantage. So there you have it. Tom Brady will not be 
heading to Miami. And I was kind of surprised at the fact that they was even, um, if there was even a rumor about that. So it, it was kind of really uh, unbelievable to me. I don't think the guy would come out of retirement. Then all of a sudden, he want to go play for an organization like Miami. Now, they might have um, some attraction. Now, they know they just got, got Tyreek Hill, which was unbelievable to me. It really was unbelievable to me. The Kansas City gave up the, one of their best players on their team, if not the best player of their, on their team offensively. But as like Miami, just like New Orleans and Tampa Bay, have good news comes the bad news. Bruce Aarons is stepping down after three seasons as Tampa Bay Buccaneers head coach and is moving into the front office role with the organization. The team announced Wednesday night. Tampa Bay defensive coordinator Todd Bowles will replace Aries as head coach. A lead source told ESPN Adam Shagner that the Buccaneers finalized a new five-year head coaching contract with Bowles earlier on Wednesday. Aries told ESPN he doesn't see the change as a retirement. No moving to the front office. He said in the text messages, I'm still working. Aries played played a key role in um, evaluating draft prospects and move and a move to the front office to ensure that he will continue. His new coach title will be senior football consultant. Despite multiple health scares throughout his career, Aries 69 said the move was in no way motivated by his health. Aries and the Buccaneers has been working on a, a successor plan over the past years. Past, past several weeks in areas informed players and members of the coach staff of the news before the team announced. Areas went 31 of 18, which is a 633% in three campaigns um, with the Tampa Bay, the, winning, the highest winning percentage of any coach in the Buccaneers history and led the team to a, a victory in Super Bowl 55 following the 2020 season. He won five playoff games with the Buccaneers. The previous Tampa Bay coach won a combination, won six combined. I have spent most of my 50 years of life on the sidelines as a football coach in one form or another. Today, I have made the decision to move from the sidelines to another role with the Buccaneers front office. Assistant General Manager um, Jason Light and his staff Aries said in a statement, I love football. I love the relationships. I love the strategy. I love the competitiveness. Everything. It's been a hell of a ride, but I know this is the right time for me to make this transition. So congratulations to him uh, for that move. Um, It was very... It was very unexpected to be. I it was kind of um, kind of shocked to me, but then again, you know, he did was he did. I believe he sat out a year or two before he got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers job. So um, he, he's been one of one of the probably one of the best coaches in the last couple of years. You know, knowing what he's been through, health wise, knowing his story, um, just a tremendous, 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 um, tremendous coach, tremendous human being. And of course, a tremendous man. Um, I know he would do well in his front office. He just said, he said himself, it wasn't a health scare. But you know, everybody have their opinion here and there. But you know, 
the longest he's still with the now I can see if he would have stepped down and just say, you know what, I just don't want to do it no more. That would then would have been a different story, but he's still kind of like you know in the organ in the, in the organization as um, far as the front office. So you know it's still kind of you know with the um, team, and I'm sure some days he might travel with the team. So um, on some weeks, some games. But it's very good for that team. I, I don't know what the thing. I don't know where they at right now, far as you know how better they would be from last year. But I, I don't know. I don't know how good of a coach on top can be. It's just really tough, man. And his first co- first and ever coaching gig was the New York Jets, and we all know how that went. It was, it was just, it was just unfortunate. We'll see how you do with Tom Brady. Um. I'm just still it's still up in the air with me because that coming him coming back off retirement I'm just still kind of have a little mix mixed feelings about it. It was kind of unexpected. It really wasn't needed if you ask me. Um, you don't he don't have to he don't need to play football. He don't it's like more of a want. So, um, but congratulations to Ty. I mean uh, Ty Bros for the new five year deal. Also congratulations to um, Bruce Ayers as he. Gave his um gave his head coaching title to Todd and moved on up to the front office. And other NFL news: Deshaun Watson, NFL Commissioner Roger Roger Goodell took questions from the media on Tuesday at the conclusion of the annual lead meeting on a wide range of topics, including Cleveland new quarterback, Cleveland Browns new league quarterback, Deshaun Watson. And of course, the Washington Commanders owner um, Dan Snyder and Brian Flores lost to. Um, Cadell said there are currently no time time um, time um, line on potential lead discipline for Watts, who will not face any criminal charges after two Texas juries um, um, denied to indict him this month following allegations of sexual misconduct during massage therapy sessions. The Browns quarterback acquired. On March 18, from Houston, Texas, still faced 22 civil lawsuits and remains under NFL investigation. Other our people are working on the investigation. The Cadell said during a meeting held in Palm Beach, Florida. Obviously, there are serious charges. We are looking at it seriously. We now have obviously at least uh, resolution revolutionized. Um, a resolution from the criminal side of it. Obviously, there are still civil charges that are going on, so our investigators hopefully will have access to make information to more information. And that will be helpful, obviously, um, getting to the conclusion of why he used obviously so much, really. And that are facts um, and were and was there a violation of the personal conduct policy, but that determination will be made by a joint disciplinarian officer that will establish by the NFLPA and the NFL. She will make the decision when the facts are in, and we'll see. There's no timetable farm um, frame on that. And so, also, um, Cadell said he does not attempt um, what's being um, I think Watts being on um, placed on the commission's exempt list uh, if the investigation remains ongoing closer to the start of the 22 
2023 NFL season because of the criminal part of Watt's case has closed. So, there you have it. Me personally, I think he's still going to get suspended. That's just how, there's just, just no way. You're still going to get suspended. I think he's still going to get suspended. Um, in other NFL news, let's get to this new NFL rule because I, I, I'm not a fan of it. It's the same thing. And they they try to make it slick. It's just used for postseason. Like really, like most of postseason games really don't even go to overtime. Only one this year, I believe. No, all of them was overtime, but it was a field goal. Was it? Was it Kansas City? I think it was Kansas City by a touchdown. I think that was the only game that went to when um scored a touchdown in overtime. Um. The NFL team owners have hailed the complaints of um, messages. Lead sources told um, told Charles um, Charles Robinson that overtime rules are changes to allow each team to have one possession before a winner is declared. But there is a catch. The rules, those rules, are only effect on the end of postseason. Like it don't make any sense. They really don't. Like it's only it was only one game in overtime that needed a touchdown, man. It's crazy, man. This is crazy. Whew. The NFL later confirmed the rule change and added that if, if the teams are tied after both teams possess the ball, it becomes sudden death. Like, dude, the new rule is this. Both teams will have the opportunity to possess the ball in overtime in a postseason. If the score is tied after each team's have possession, the next team scores. They should have just made it like college because, come on, let's, let's be honest. If you get the ball first, it, it makes it more – and, and I must say this. It is fair – it really gives the team that don't win a coin toss the advantage. So they kept that out, the coin toss out the way. Because if the team go down and score a touchdown, to do they win. But a lot of people, a lot of people, I haven't heard nobody say this. Me personally, I I haven't heard nobody say this yet. If I'm the other team, I'm going down and scoring, going for two. Now I know mo- most of you say that's very risky, but you have to look at it. The next score wins. Therefore, they don't even need a touchdown. They can win by a field goal, which was most of the postseason game this past season was. Field goals. So basically you saying, and it was kind of it was kind of unbelievable to me. And 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 they really not really and they really not giving they really not um having the defense Held and um, you guys know what I'm trying to say. There's no way you allow. We know the game I'm talking about, the Kansas City and Buffalo game. You, there's no way you have a team score 13 seconds and you have the lead. There's just no way. That just that just goes to show you your defense sucks. Your defense is so bad that they can't even stop a team. With 13 seconds. Now, how horrible of a defense you have to be. You can't stop a team 
with 13 seconds. You you hold them from entering the end zone and you win the game. Well, I believe it was a field goal, and you win the game. And then the thing happened again in overtime. I believe it was overtime, right? You know, they scored the touchdown. People were so sad. And plus, and believe me, I wasn't sad. I just felt bad for I just felt bad for Josh Allen because everybody was crying. He didn't get the ball. Hey, don't blame it. Hey, he had Hey, if I'm him, I want to. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. If I'm him, I'm I'm upset I lost the game, but it wasn't because of me. It's because of your defense, bro. His defense was horrible that night. But thank God they got Von Miller, but I don't think that situation going to happen this time. But, man, that defense, you gave up a, a field goal with 13 seconds, and then you guys lose the coin flip, and you... And you let the team win. That come on, man. They just not putting. They just not holding the defense accountable of being horrible. That's just how it is to me. It's. I don't even think it's changed nothing to me. It really don't. And make it so crazy. It's only in the postseason. Whoopie dee doo. In other news. Public calls and protects to have WNBA star Brittany Griner released from a Russian prison where she has been held for a month on drug charges. Um, could work against the Olympic case, according to expert and scholars. Basketball Hall of Fame Lisa Leslie said on a podcast, I am a- athlete last week that players and people associated with the league have been advised not to make a big fuss about Grinny's grinder status. We are what what we were told, and again, this is all sort of passing along through hearsay, but what we were told was not to make a big fuss about it so they could, could not use her as a pawn, so to speak, and this situation in the war, Leslie said. The message she said has been avoided starting any sort of campaign that Russian government could use as leverage, especially as Russia faced through tough sanctions from the USA over its invasion of Ukraine. It is good for Grainer that there is less media coverage. Mitchell um, or, or, or Steen, a professor of Russian and Eastern Europe studies at the University of Pennsylvania, said, for Russia, having granted in prison is a significant barn chip, and they will play it for all it's worth. I would not expect them to give her up under any circumstances. Um, the more her case is discussed, he added, the greater the potential of a glading, a glading, I believe that's the word, Russia, and so it's just, it's just very, it's a very unfortunate. I just a situation that is, you know, kind of getting kind of tough right now. They, it's kind of tough. I've read reports that they, um, U.S. officials have met with her in Russia in jail and said that she's doing very good, and it's just, it's just, it's just very unfortunate that she had to be over there at that time. 
during that time, knowing she was it was kind of coming down to the point where, you know, you could be stuck. Not the not because of the U.S. sanctions for Russia. Yeah, they have on Russia uh, for them invading Ukraine. So it's very a very unfortunate, um, very unfortunate situation for her. All we could do is probably hope and pray that she gets back home safely. Um, now it's time for this day in sports history. It is now time for this day in sports history. In 1973, the Philadelphia Flyers scored an NHL record tying eight goals from an astounding 60 shots in the second period of the 10-2 win over the New York Islanders. In 1976, the Cleveland Cavaliers beat the Utah Jazz 110-101 and the New Orleans to clinch club's first ever NBA post-playoff berth. In 1986, the 48th NCAA Men's Basketball Championship, Louisville beats Duke 72-69, first tournament to use a shot clock, initially set at 45 seconds. In 1996, first time in MLB history the regular season opens in March, with the Seattle Mariners beating the Chicago White Sox 3-2 in a 12th inning at the Kingdom, Seattle. And in 2002, the 21st NCAA Women's Basketball Championship, the Connecticut beat Oklahoma 82-70. The Huskies conclude their perfect season at 39-0. This has been This Day in Sports History. Ladies and gentlemen, that was This Day in Sports History. Over to the MLB. Through opening day is just seven days the late from thought it would be before the lockout, the Major League Baseball season in 2022 will start featuring a 162-game regular season. Things will kick off Thursday, April 17th, with 18 of 30 teams take part of opening day, and then the remaining 12 get things going on Friday, April 8th. The first time ever there will be a 12-team playoff field, and is the largest field over in a, ever in a full season. In theory, at least that could should mean more teams even ever realistically having a chance of winning the pennant heading into opening day. As the season nears, we are starting to hear who starting pitchers and will be for each team in 2022 Oprah. We all know who they are. The the ace. We'll be updating below. Dudes and dudes as it happens. The Obey Starters role is covenant among starting pitchers and has been for decades. But no means does that really defines anything predictably um, moving forward. But it's an honor. His all-time leader box of opening day starts. Of course, Tom um, Savager of 16 opening day starts. And, of course, my boy Randy Jackson is tied along with Steve Clarkson, Jack Morris, and Walt Johnson with 14. I'm excited. I really am excited. I'm not even going to get into all the prediction or whatnot. We're going to save that for the next week episode. Episode 77, we will make predictions for the opening day. Um, not opening day games, but we're going to make predictions about the postseason, how it will work, and, of course, 
who's in it and who will win it all. Very excited to open today. I might be at White Sox open today. I believe that's on the I believe that's on the twelfth of April. They start off in Detroit. Um, NHL with NHL. Um, last night games, Winnipeg losing a shootout three to two to Lou go down. No, Winnipeg win in a shootout three to two, and they win went three to two. Um, the New York Rangers um, take care of the, the Detroit Red Wings five to three. I mean five to four. And the Las Vegas was it the LA Kings lose in a shootout to the Edmonton Oilers two to zero in a shootout and lose a total of four to three. Vancouver Canucks drop to the St. Louis Blues four to three. The Arizona Corn um, Coyotes win against the Sharks of San Jose five to two, and the Vegas um, Golden Knights shut out the Seattle Kraken three to zero. Tonight's NHL games. New Jersey, not go, they are not too far from their home. They go to Boston to play the Bruins. Winnipeg Jets in Toronto. The Chicago Black Sox go down to Florida to play the Panthers. Columbia Blue Jackets is in um, New York to play the Islanders. Montreal go to Carolina to play the Hurricane. Pittsburgh is in Minneapolis to face the Wild. San Jose is in the Rocky Mountains as they visit the Colorado Avalanche. The L.A. Kings go to Calvary. The Dallas Stars are in Anaheim. Tomorrow's night, Winnipeg continue their road trip as they head to Buffalo next. New York Rangers and Detroit Red Wings again. I believe again. Yeah, again. They just in the, oh, two straight. Wow. Um, New York Kings and Edmonton Oilers. I mean, L.A. Kings. Yeah, L.A. Kings. I believe I said L.A. Kings. St. Louis Blues is in Vancouver to face the Canucks. San Jose Sharks. Arizona and Vay and Golden um in um Las Vegas Golden Knights are in Seattle again Friday night NBA games let's get some some of these NBA games last night Dallas continuously his team to be on a roll um Dallas beat Cleveland 120 to 112 behind Luka Doncic 35 13 points 35 points, 13 assists, 9 rebounds. Denver almost blew a 28-point lead against the Indiana Pacers. They they took care of business, though. And it was a um, – let me get to that on my uh, worst. Probably not. No, that's not my worst. Um, it was a call on Lance Stevenson. Not on Lance Stevenson. I believe on Austin Rivers. Saying that they um, elbow-checked Lance Stevenson. And I saw the replay. He didn't even touch the dude. Let's just go to show you, man. NBA, flopping the NBA is real. The Orlando Magic take care, lose to the Washington Wizards 127 to 110 behind. Um, Denver, Denver did beat, Denver beat Indiana 125, 118. Nokic took over in that, in, that, in that fourth quarter, 37 points, 13 rebounds. The Wizards take care of um, Orlando 127 to 110 behind. Porzingis, 35 points. Miami take care of Boston behind um, Jimmy Butler, 24 points. They win 106-98. And the Charlotte Hornets go on New York and defeat the Knicks. Now, if you guys didn't know, they beat the Brooklyn Nets the other night. Then they go to New York. Then they go to Madison Square Garden and beat them 125-114 behind Kyle Oubre uh, Jr., 21 points. But we know who the man of that team, LaMelo Ball. This dude is unbelievable. Unbelievable. He have a great future, great future. 
Um, the Minnesota Timberwolves go to Toronto and lose 125-102. Had Gary Trent Jr. 29 points. And Sacramento Kings take care of Houston 121-118. to Three players, Jones, Mitchell, and Lewis, I mean, Lyle, score 24 points apiece. Atlanta take care of Oklahoma City. And they only, last time Atlanta won Oklahoma City, Trey Young was in high school. They take care of business 136-118. to Trey Young, 41 points, 8 assists. The Memphis Grizzlies win a straight-up blown call. They escape 112 to 111. Pine Tyrus Jones, 25 points. The Phoenix Suns, man, are they unbelievable? <laughs> man, man, man. If I, if if it was if I was voting for MVP, I'm giving it to Devin Booker. This dude for the last at least two, three weeks have been unreal. They beat the Golden State Warriors 107 to 103 behind Devin Booker of all people. 22 points. I believe Mal, uh, Malik Bridges had 22 points also, but you know. Bull, Buck, Buck, um, Booker is on a different level right now, man. I, I believe they are the team to be in the West, and I just don't want them to go to the finals and lose. I can't. I just don't. I think it will tarnish Chris Paul's um, legacy. I think it really will. And the New Orleans Pelicans go to Portland to take care of the Trailblazers, 117, 107. CJ McCollum go back to the scene and trade him and take care of them. He had game high 25 points. I mean, team high 25 points. Tonight's NBA action. Philadelphia's in Detroit. It should be an easy win for Philly. Cleveland is in Atlanta. Milwaukee and Brooklyn should be a tremendous matchup. LA Clippers and Chicago Bulls. What the, I must say this about Chicago Bulls, man. I am very disappointed in them for the last. Month they have been playing horrible. They have lost games. They have lost. Man, it's just it's just sad to see they have lost to New Orleans. They lost to Cleveland a couple times. They lost to Toronto. It's like my God. It seems like the Bulls cannot get a break. Nanny is just a, like a little half. I believe they're half a game out of that six spot, and I would not want to be in that six spot. I really don't. They play the Clippers tonight. The L.A. Lakers and in Utah. I'm going to get to the L.A. Lakers in a moment. Toronto and Orlando. Dallas, uh, Washington. The L.A. Pacers go to Boston and play the Celtics. It's Friday night games. Phoenix and Memphis should be a dogfight right there. See, uh, Sacramento and Houston. I believe I said that already. Um, the L.A. Clippers go to Milwaukee. They have a back-to-back. They have Chicago tonight and Milwaukee tonight. I mean, Milwaukee tomorrow in Chicago tonight. I don't believe they win it. They win in one of those. I don't know which one. But if you know me, you know which one they losing. That's definitely tonight. Portland and Sacramento. Detroit in OKC. Minnesota and Denver. And New Orleans with the LA Lakers. Let's get on this New Orleans. Let's get, let's get to this new LA Lakers. Thing. Let's get up out of here. The LA Lakers coming into the season was... Heavy favorite. It's crazy. I cannot believe it. It's only been four or five months since everybody said this. They was heavy favorite to make the finals. Now losing out tonight against New Orleans, which was they was up. Was they was up twenty what twenty three points, twenty eight points? And my God, did New Orleans come back and take care of business at home? It was the, LeBron said it himself. It was like a playoff atmosphere in New Orleans, and they didn't come to play. 
They next, they last seven. And I cannot believe, they schedule is, whew. I wish, I, I, I guarantee you, I wish they could trade schedule with somebody because they have Utah tonight. They have New Orleans. They have Denver. Atlanta, um, Phoenix, Golden State, Oklahoma, and back to Denver. Out of those seven games, four of them on a the roll. And they start tonight against Utah, Phoenix, Golden State, and Denver. The top four teams in the league. Well, the top, believe, top six. I don't think I don't think they win it four out of them seven. I, I really don't. I, if you asking me, I see them only winning uh, uh, probably against Oklahoma and New Orleans. And that's only because those home games. I don't think they're going to beat Utah tonight. Devin, um, um, Devin Mitchell is on a – he's upset from the other night against the Clippers losing. Um, Phoenix, I don't know. If Phoenix, if Phoenix play they players, they not beat them or Golden State. Oklahoma City, they stay second to the last game of the season. They might come out, you know, before they go home for the uh, for the summer. Who's the note in Denver? They last game of the season. I don't see them going on the road and beat Denver. I just don't. This has been one of the most and, and, and people say and people said this and and I just look at them and like, are you kidding me? These people's up here taking the words right from this podcast. I've said it here first. I've said it here first, and the whole world heard me. The Lakers for this season are the most embarrassing, the most saddest team I've ever seen in my life. In NBA history. NBA history. How can you go to favor to win a title to not even be in the play-in? That, that's ridiculous right there. That is ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Only good thing the Lakers can hope for is Spurs lose all their games. That's the only thing. Now it's time for best and worst. Ladies and gentlemen, before we get to the best and worst of the week, we're going to go over the women's basketball final four that's going down tomorrow night in the Minneapolis, South Carolina, and Louisville's number ones. Get it square off, baby. I got South Carolina coming out of this. And, of course, Connecticut and Stanford, number two and number one. Of course, I have to go with Stanford, man. I just think they have too much on that. That down post, they have too much defensively. They are something special. Um, And, of course, the finals, um, Sunday night, Carolina. You have South Carolina and Stanford. I have to go with my girl. South Carolina is going to win it, man. I want them to win it. I believe in... uh, uh, well, I forgot. I forget Staley. I, forget, I love her so much. And of course, fast forward to my um, Saturday night. We have the men's basketball final four in New Orleans, Villanova and Kansas. You already know who I'm rocking with. I'm going with Villanova for that one. The first time ever in tournament history, we have North Carolina and Duke. Man, this game is so so. It's like the Super Bowl right now. This is like the Super Bowl all over again. The first time ever, man, you already know who's going to win. I'm going to go with Duke and Villanova and Duke in the finals Monday night. I'm definitely going to be watching it, and I'm going to be rooting for both of them to win. I can't root for both, but if I want it, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know who wants to win, but if, if, you have to, if I have to bet my house on it, I'll go with Villanova. 
Let's have for the best and worst of the week. The worst of the week, man, is MLB. Have this home run derby, home run, home run X. It's called home run X. It, 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 it sounds it sound horrible. They have the former players that didn't play years, that haven't played in years, travel the world to hit home runs. It's like a little home run derby thing. I don't know what the hell it is. It was. It sounds absolutely stupid. If you want to read more about it, it's on the ESPN page. It sounds it sound horrible. Just to travel the world to hit home runs. I don't get it. And of course, the best worst, the best uh, best of the week, one of the best of the week is the Oscars, man. Coda winning three awards. First time they nominated for three awards and they win all three. I have to watch that movie. And of course, Doom, a big night. Doom had a big night. And of course, Questlove, tremendous night. Beyonce, beautiful performance. Man, it was just so much going on with that show other than what we know what happened. Um, Samuel Jackson receiving a war Oscar from Denzel. Tremendous thing that I don't care about what nobody say. I don't got to do nothing with sports. It was the best thing of the week. I don't care about the slap. I know all of that. Even though he won best Oscar was well-deserved, he, he he was wrong. And everybody knows that. But other, other than that, man, it was just a good, good show. Good show. Even... Before and after the situation went down, and another best of the week is Albert Pujols is returning the St. Louis Cardinal for his final season in the MLB. I believe it'll be twenty-second season. Another Tom Brady, so why not? So that would do it for this episode of Sports Talk. Myself, I will see you guys next week for episode seventy-seven. Make sure you guys hope you guys have a good weekend. As always, be good, be great, be blessed. Peace.